Shabbat Shalom, my brothers and sisters in the assembly. Praises be to our loving Abba once again, for he has gathered us here together that we may all be able to worship and honor him. In our lesson today, beloved brethren, we will go back again in our studies in the book of Revelations. The book of the Revelations, as we all know, are the prophecies from our king, Yahusha, revealed to the Apostle John while he was exiled in the island of Patmos. The Apostle John was to write down what is revealed to him in his vision and send it to the seven assemblies. Each letter, as proclaimed by our Lord Yahusha, declares the triumphs and failings of each assembly. It is our respons responsibility now to get the feedback and listen intently to these messages given to the seven assemblies, brethren, so that we, we may learn from them, good or bad, that we may properly apply them in our lives as followers of our King Yahusha in these last days. So let us ask this question now then, why? Why should we study the seven assemblies mentioned in the book of Revelations? Well, let us go now and read the first verse of the day. In Revelation chapter 1, the verse is 9 to 11. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that, ours, that are ours in Yahusha, was on the island of Patmos. Because of the word of God and the testimony of Yahusha, on the Lord's day, I was in the spirit, and I hear behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, which are Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Why should we study the seven assemblies mentioned in the Revelations? Because they have a special message from us, from our, to us, from our King. What do the messages given by Yahusha to the seven assemblies prove? That Yahusha, Yahusha, brethren, continue to watch over his servants and continue to guide us still. You see, my beloved brethren, even though our King Yahusha is already in heaven, as his sheep, his flock, he still continues to watch over us. So never forget that, my beloved brethren. And what can we learn from the messages of our King Yahusha that will be given to us today in our lesson? Number one, his character. His character that we must emulate to be like our king. Second, his commendations. What does our king likes? His rebukes. What does, what does he does not like? And his exhortations and his promises. May we all put this to heart as we go on in our lesson today so that we may be more and more like our king and receive the blessings from our loving Yahuwah Abba. Now, is the message of Yahusha then only for the seven assemblies? Because they, are, they were addressed to the seven assemblies, right, brethren? But is it only 
for the assemblies of the seven assemblies back then. Let us read in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, the verse is 7. He, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of Allahim. Is the message of Yahusha only for the seven assemblies, brethren? The message of Yahusha to the seven assemblies applies to all, all who have the Spirit. And who? Who are those who have the Spirit? Those who were baptized into the body of Yahusha. Were we all baptized, my beloved brethren? Indeed, we were. Now, who will benefit from the message of Yahusha? Those who listen with intent. Brethren, our aim and purpose in life is to worship and glorify our Father in heaven, Yahuwah. And we do so by following and listening to the teachings of our King, Yahusha. Now, what will happen if we listen with intent? We will learn something from Yahusha's message to the seven assemblies that we can relate to today. That is the most remarkable thing about the Holy Scriptures, about the Bible, beloved brethren. That even though it was written thousands of years ago, it still applies to us until what? Today in our life. And what was the message given to the seven assemblies that we can apply also in our life today? Our King Yahusha says, to him who overcomes. If we overcome, my beloved brethren, he says, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life. We will be given that right, beloved brethren, which is in the paradise of God. That is our salvation, my beloved brethren. So let us listen with intent the message that we are being given to us now. Who, who will truly be blessed by the message of our King, Yahusha? Again, in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, Verse 1 to 3. The revelation of Yahusha Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things must surely take place. Here they are. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Yahusha Christ to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Who will truly be blessed by the message of our King, Yahusha? Those who keep the words of our King. And what is the purpose of the message of Yahusha for us? Not just to inform us, but to transform us. What does that mean, brethren? We need to be willing to let Yahusha change and influence our life. We must be determined in reading and listening to the teachings of our King and fulfill them in our lives and allow the message of Yahusha transform us to be more and more like Him. That is it, my beloved brethren. What is the use 
if we keep reading and listening, and it's not changing our lives for the better, brethren, it's all what? It's all in vain. What we are doing right now, it's all useless. If we don't let the words of Yahushua transform us, and as the assembly of Yahushua, in these last days, we are the ones that our king expect to keep his words by allowing it to change and influencing our lives. My brethren in the assembly, we are indeed so fortunate for today we are being guided by the words of our king. So let's hold on to that and don't, don't ever let anyone or anything take it away from us. What blessings awaits those who keep our King Yahusha's words? Here in the book of John, chapter 10, the verse is 26 to 29. But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one, no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. What blessings await those who keep our King Yahushua's words? They will be given eternal life. What else is the assurance? And no one, our King says, no one shall snatch them out of his hand. What does that mean? Not only is our King, Yahushua is our King, he is also what? Our great shepherd. Why? Why do we need a shepherd once again, brethren? Because we are lacking to what? Sheep, are we not? And sheep, we all know, need guidance. We need provision and protection. That is what a shepherd provides. How can Yahusha be our shepherd? By following him. How can we follow him? By learning how to listen to his voice. And how can we hear the voice of our shepherd, our king? Through written word. Specific guidance as he speaks into our hearts, my beloved brethren. How can we develop the ability to hear his specific voice in our hearts? By learning what he says that is revealed in scriptures. We must learn to internalize all the teachings of our shepherd, including his message to the seven assemblies why must we long to learn from him because our king has much to teach us and who is our chef our king yahushua once again who is he to us he is what our king he is our shepherd and our teacher as a teacher what must we consistently strive to learn from our king yahushua here in Ephesians chapter 4, the verse is 12 to 13. To prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Why must we consistently strive to learn from Yahushua? So that we can attain the whole measure of the 
fullness of Christ, my beloved brethren. Who will attain this? Those who grow to maturity in their knowledge of the Son of God. My brothers and sisters in the faith, never forget that. And never what Yahusha represents in our lives. If we, if we consider all as his, if we consider ourselves as his followers, then we have to do our due diligence in learning from his teachings and what his messages are to us today and follow them, my beloved brethren. We all know what our king had to endure in order for us to receive the grace and mercy of our loving Abba Yahuwah, do we not? So let us continue to live our lives as what Yahusha has wanted us to live. Our king is in heaven now, preparing a place for us, beloved brethren. And there's nothing more that he wants than to join him. So take the message we are learning today to heart. And even though our king Yahusha is no longer with us and is in heaven, he is still our shepherd and he will continue to watch over us, my beloved brethren. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. A blessed Sabbath day to everyone. We are truly indeed privileged and fortunate to be the sons and daughters of our father, Yahuwah Elohim, and to be servants of our King Yahusha Hamashiach. When we study the seven assemblies, we are introduced to the love of our King Yahusha. Remember, before he ascended to heaven, he promised his disciples, Lo, I will be with you until the end of the age. And this includes our time today. This is why the message to the seven assemblies is not just the message of our King Yahusha to his people during the first century, but also his message to each and every one of us. And so this proves that even though Yahusha is in heaven today, he is closely watching, overlooking what is happening in our life, and he is guiding us in our steps. He is there to encourage, to strengthen each and every one of us. And so we need to learn the message of our King Yahusha because it is for our own benefit. And so what does our King Yahusha intend us to know, to believe, and to hold on to, especially now when we draw closer to the end? Let's read the book of Revelation, chapter 1, 4 down to 6. John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Yahusha Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What is the message of our King Yahushua? That he wants us to know and to fully believe in, that he loves each and every one of us. This is what our King Yahusha instructed the Apostle John to give out to the seven assemblies, including us today. Why is it important that the people during the first century and even during today 
understand and believe that Yahushua loves us. Because if Yahushua does not love us, then what shall we do? How can we be victorious and triumphant in the first century? What happened to the followers and disciples of our King Yahushua? We know they were hunted down. They were persecuted intensely and severely. We know when people experience persecution, it is but human. It is natural to think maybe Yahushua has abandoned me. Maybe he no longer cares for me. When people go through trials and tribulation, they begin to doubt the love of our King Yahushua. And so Yahushua instructed the Apostle John, make sure the assemblies receive this message. And Yahushua's, Yahushua's message is this. He loves us. In fact, he loved us so much. Not only did he not condemn us because of our sins, the Bible says because of his love, he wiped away our sins by means of his shed blood. What is the promise of our King Yahushua to the assemblies that belong to him? Yahushua says you will be kings and priests to his God and Father. Yes, right now, maybe you're being persecuted by kings. You're being persecuted by emperors. But one day, you are going to be kings and priests to the Father and to his God. This is the hope that Yahushua gave to all of us that we must hold on to and believe until the end. To what did our King Yahushua liken the assembly to? Let's read the book of Revelation 1, 19 to 20. Write the things which you have seen, the things which are. The things which will take place after this, the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands, which you saw, are the seven churches. What does our King Yahusha liken us to? He likens the assembly to a lampstand. When the Bible speaks of the seven assemblies, it speaks of the assembly as a whole, the ecclesia, the people and disciples belonging to Yahushua from the beginning up until the end. And so it represents in totality those who belong to Yahushua, the disciples of our King Yahushua. And our King says they are lampstands. What is the function of a lampstand? To bear light. What is the light? That the lampstands of Yahushua bear not their own light, but the light of our king, Yahushua. Remember, Yahushua is the light of the world. We, as disciples, we need to bear that light of our king, Yahushua. In other words, wherever we go, regardless of our situation in life, we have to bear that light. In other words, we need to bring people to Yahushua. We need to bring people to see the glory. Of our king, Yahushua. That's who we are. That's why we are also called disciples of Yahushua. We don't represent ourselves anymore. We represent Yahushua. And so when we go out to the world, we become lights of the world, salt of the earth, because what we present are not our own ideas, but the teachings of our king, Yahushua. Are we doing this in our place of work? Are we sharing our faith? When we go out and about, do we tell people about our King Yahushua, about what he did, 
Are we glorifying Yahusha as the lampstand who bears the light of our king? We need to do that. But how can we be effective in becoming light bearers, becoming effective lampstands for our king Yahusha? Let's read what it says in the book of Revelation 1, 12 to 13. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. According to scriptures, how can we be effective lampstands of our King Yahushua? The Bible says, in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man. We know who the one who is like the Son of Man, who is in the midst of the seven lampstands, is none other than our King Yahushua himself. What do we need to understand about this message of our King Yahushua? It means for us to be effective lampstands, we need to be in fellowship with Yahushua. This is why we are being instructed to remember and to fully believe that even though we cannot see him, because after all, he's in heaven and we are here on earth, yet we are called to believe, we are called to have faith. And one of the things we need to believe in and have faith in is that we can fellowship with him, even though he's in heaven, even though we cannot see him, because he is in our midst. The one who was like the Son of Man, he is in the midst of the assemblies, and so he can be with us today. And so we need to connect. We need to fellowship with our King, Yahushua, because otherwise we will not be effective lampstands at all in terms of what we have today, the modern world, not the ancient world. When we have a lamp, for it to be effective, for it to be functioning, you have to plug it in, right? If you don't plug it into a source of power, what will happen to that lamp? It's not going to work at all because it doesn't have a source of power. For us to be effective lampstands, we need to plug in to our source of power. Who is that? Our king, Yahusha. This is why for us to be effective, we need to be in constant fellowship with our king, Yahusha. What opportunities do we have to be in connection with, to be in fellowship with our king, Yahusha, when we meet together? For worship, remember what our King Yahushua says. When two or three are gathered in my name, this is a gathering. What we're doing now is a gathering. It's an assembly of the disciples of Yahushua. What is the promise of our King Yahushua? Wherever we are, you can be from the Philippines or from Germany or from South Africa. It doesn't matter where we are gathered at. We are together in the name of our King Yahushua. And because of this, he is in our midst. He is in fellowship with us. How else can we be in deep connection with our King Yahushua when we think of him every day in our life? When we take the time to slow down and meditate upon his teachings. When we sit alone and talk to him and pray to him and invite him in our life to guide us daily, to involve him in every decision we make, in everything that we do, when daily we walk the footsteps of our King Yahusha, when daily we hear the voice of our King, we are fed and nourished inside, we become deeply connected to him, we become 
effective lampstands? What kind of lampstands does our King Yahushua want us to be? Golden lampstands, not bronze lampstands, but golden lampstands. How can we be golden lampstands? We need to be pure so that we can be used by our master as an instrument. A lampstand is an instrument. The one who wields the instrument is Yahushua. Let us consecrate our life. How else can we be golden lampstands? Let's read the book of First Peter 1, 6 down to 7. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Yahushua Christ is revealed to the whole world. According to Apostle Peter, how can we be golden? How can we be golden lampstands for Yahushua, our master, to use us as his instruments? Bible says we have to go through trials. This is why we cannot avoid experiencing trials. The first century disciples, they faced great difficulties that we can barely imagine. They were not spared from experiencing trials. We too will not be spared. We will go through testings of our faith. We will go through trials. What kind of trials are we going to go through? The apostle Peter describes these trials in two ways. Number one, he says they are fiery trials. In other words, these are not your everyday ordinary inconveniences. No, it will test us to our core. What else? He says many kinds of trials, not just one kind. Persecution may be one of them. It could be maybe sickness. It could maybe financial trouble, hardship and poverty. It could be relationship issues. Many kinds of trials, fiery trials. We're going to experience all of this. And the reason why we have to go through it is because it is what will purify our faith so that we can become gold in the eyes of our king. He wants golden lampstands. For a lampstand to be golden, we need to go through the fire of testing and pass the test of these trials. But how can we go through trials in our life and become golden in the eyes of our master? Bible says when we endure, let us not give up. Because if we give up when we go through trials in our life, then we are wasting the opportunity to become golden. Remember, when we go through the pain of trial, when we go through the suffering of testing, something's happening in our faith. If we will not give up, if we will endure by endurance, we are being transformed daily. We are becoming more and more like gold. So brethren, do not give up. Maybe some of you are going through something difficult now. Do not give up. Endure, according to Apostle Peter. What can help us endure the trials we are going through? Apostle Peter said, be truly glad. There's wonderful joy 
ahead. You see, the trials we go through in this life, it's not all that there is. It is but a means to a glorious new beginning. Apostle Peter says, there's wonderful joy ahead. What is that wonderful joy ahead? When Yahushua, now work master, is revealed to the whole world, it will bring us much praise and glory and honor. Because when our King Yahushua returns, we will become the priests and the kings of God here on earth. This is why, brothers and sisters, let us focus on that. Do not focus on the trial per se, but what it produces, the wonderful joy that is ahead. The trials are not permanent. What is permanent and eternal is the joy that will result when we endure until the end. Sometimes when we go through difficulties, we are feeling fear and afraid. There's no reason for us to be afraid when we go through tribulation. And so what should we remember? What is the message of our King Yahusha so that we will never be afraid of anything we deal with in this life? Let's read the final passage of our studies today in the book of Revelation 1, 14 to 18. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died. But look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death in the grave. Apostle John, when he received the vision, which contains the message of the book of Revelation, when he saw the vision of Christ in heaven, Yahusha instructed him to write and to tell the people what you saw. Because what the Apostle John saw, that our King Yahusha wants all believers to realize and understand, is truly inspiring. In fact, awe-inspiring. The disciples of our King Yahusha, when Yahusha was on earth, they saw him as the carpenter from Nazareth. They saw our King Yahusha preach the gospel, and he was persecuted. They saw our King Yahusha hanging on a cross until he breathed his last, suffering immensely for our sins. They saw the, resurrect, the resurrected Yahusha, and they were filled with gladness and joy to see him alive again. And then Yahusha ascended to heaven. But none of them ever saw our King Yahusha in this form. That's why Apostle John says, let them know what you saw today. Yahusha, he says, is no longer that carpenter. He is no longer that lamb. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. 
How does Apostle John describe the Christ in his glorified form? His head and his hair were white as snow. His eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace. His voice thundered like a mighty ocean wave. His face was like the sun in all its brilliance. And when he beheld the vision and the glory, the glorified Christ, Bible says he fell at his feet as if were dead. In other words, there was no resistance to his fall. He fell like he died because of the glory that he saw, because of the awe, the inspiration. It was too overwhelming for him. He could not help himself. And so he dropped straight to the ground. And as he was in the ground, afraid, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords in his glorified form, what does our King do? He does what he always does. Even though he's King of Kings and Lord of Lords, he still understands that we are weak. He understands what we go through. He knows our fears. He knows our pain. He knows our suffering. And so he approaches John, who is in fear. And he laid his right hand on him. I wonder what that would have felt like when the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, places gently his right hand on you. This is what he did to the Apostle John. And he said, don't be afraid, brethren. That is the same message our King Yahushua has for all of us today, no matter what we go through in life. If you're going through suffering now, if you're enduring great pain now to the point that you feel like giving up, why not go to your knees and cry out the name Yahushua, my King, Yahushua, I need you now and wait for a little bit. Believe with all of your heart that he is listening to you. You too will feel the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Though he is in heaven, he will take his right hand and he will place it on us. And he will also say to us, do not be afraid. He said to Apostle John, I am the living one. I died. But look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death in the grave. Are you afraid of death? Our king says, I died, but I am alive, and I will live forever and ever. Don't worry. Do not be afraid. I hold the keys of death in the grave. Brothers and sisters, the king that we serve is not an ordinary king. Oh, He's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The universe is in his hands. He sustains the universe with his hands. He's been given power and authority. That's the King we serve. Be faithful to him. He's watching over us, teaching us what we need to do, teaching us what we need to change. And that's the message to the seven assemblies that we will study so that we can become like our King Yahushua, who loves us so much and tells us, do not be afraid.
Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, Yahuwah, Almighty Elohim, we are in awe of your great love, your power. More so, we are in awe of your compassion because of your relentless love. We remain in fellowship with you. You still count us as your sons and daughters. Thank you so much for the message we have received. We need to heed your voice in our life. Teach us that we will create time to ponder upon your greatness, to sit alone thinking of you. And as we do so, and as we open our hearts, fill us with your presence. We need you in our life. Be present in our midst and strengthen our faith. Thank you for giving us the gift of your son, Yahushua, the son of the living Elohim. You are the king of kings and lord of lords. We submit to your will. Thank you for you are in our midst. We gather before you through your holy name, Yahushua. Everywhere your assembly is gathered. Go to us, please, one by one. We are your lampstands. We need your strength and power. We promise we will speak about you, testify about you, what you have done for our life and what you continue to do. Walk with us. Be in our midst always. When every day we look up to you and pray to you during days of sadness and pain, during times of sickness and tribulation, when we cry out your name, Yahushua, please come to us. Place your right hand upon us. Tell us, do not be afraid. We believe you. You are our king. Please be always with your servants and heal us all of our sicknesses. Amen. Father, thank you so much for blessing the work of the assembly. We give all praise and glory unto you. Use us as effective instruments that people will know about you. Yahuwah Lahim, who created all things. And your beloved son, Yahushua HaMashiach, the Savior appointed for all of us. Amen. Father, thank you for listening to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.